Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Healers Helping Healers radio show. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Welcome to part two of our interview of Possibilities of Consciousness with Todd Schaefer. And I just felt like there was so much momentum happening there that uh, we can allow some additional time so that we can connect more and um, be able to uh, learn more about these possibilities of consciousness. And I want to tell you quickly that um, we, uh, Todd is a author and he wrote the acceptance guidebook and, um, um, and that, if you want to take a look at that, uh, he's got a PDF out there um, and it's www.acceptanceguidebook.com. So please take a look at that. Take a look at his site. There's other things there. There's lots of free stuff on there. There's a blog. Check him out. He's pretty amazing. And I'm not just saying that because he's my husband, but um, <laughs> because ladies, we all know. <laughs> we, we, uh, to me, it's like, I think he's awesome, whether he's my husband or not, you know, so um, please check him out. So, all right, so we've got Todd on now, so please, uh, let's kind of leave off where we were. We were talking a little bit about self-worth. We were talking about a forgiveness exercise that, um, and I, I feel a little hiccupy here, just kind of, we, we just last minute decided to do this, so I apologize for any of that kind of craziness that might be coming out of my mouth right now, <laughs> trying to kind of do multiple things at one time. We all know what that's about. So, uh, but we were talking about forgiveness and allowing ourselves to um, look at what's real and what isn't. And as we are allowing ourselves to experience that, we are uh, letting go, not necessarily shunning or pushing away uh, those parts of ourselves, that shadow part of ourselves, but instead just recognizing that it's there. So Todd, thank you so much for coming back. And uh, please take it away. Thank you for having me. Um, it's a it's a joy to be on your show. I, yours is the only one I do listen to. Um, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, going back to what we were saying before with the possibilities of consciousness. I feel drawn to um, to kind of go down the, the the rabbit hole of of um, <clears throat> what does it mean to me on a practical level? You know, we did talk about uh, we did talk about um, a lot of theory uh, in the last show, um, and you know, what does it look like when it gets down to our day to day lives, right? Well, in my opinion. I think it looks like in whatever comes up for you emotionally. 
if you have chosen to, chances are, if you're listening to this, you have chosen to initiate a personal unraveling process. Um, and if you're, I think, honestly, everybody is, is in that process. It's the reason we're here um, to transcend our um, human limitations and to uh, heal the dysfunction that, that the world is. On a, on a spiritual level, um, speaking of Course in Miracles. Um, but on a personal level, I mean, if you're listening to this, if you're drawn to this type of a show, you're probably on an accelerated path of unraveling. Um, that doesn't mean you're better um, or worse. Um, it just means that you probably have a lot more crap coming up for you than most people. And that may make you feel weak. Um, that may make you feel... Um, less than, it may make you feel not abundant, it may make you feel um, just just less than in, in some way. Um, it may it make you have a lot of uncomfortable emotions. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that that is a gift that you have given to yourself. Um, now, at this point, I expect you to be cussing at me if you're listening to this show. Um, because you, know, you may or may not know that, that that those things that come up for you are a gift from you to yourself. Because as we've said in the last show, uh, part one of this show, um, those things that come up are an unraveling process that happens for you. Uh, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. The difference is your level of awareness, conscious awareness about what you are creating. So the more that we allow ourselves to embrace and just feel and uh, what's coming up for us and allow ourselves to to forgive, to go, to surrender, to go hard against the grain, to not run uh, from those things that come up, the, the, the faster we go, you know, the faster we go. Um, so that's kind of like a spiritual, a pragmatic way of of saying, you know, what does this process look like on a day-to-day basis? You may walk around feeling sensitive uh, a lot of the time. You may get triggered really easily. Um, our, our wounds are different for each person, um, but uh, so we're, so we're going to have a slightly different experience. But ultimately, it's the same process. For me, I'll 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 start by saying, just give you an example. You know, I'm, I may sound confident as I'm speaking here, and I might sound like I understand a couple of things about what may be happening, but um, I have a lot of stuff that goes on for me personally. I feel, uh, especially the last couple of years, um, especially the last year, more and more, what's the word, breaking down, unraveling, having those things come up. And the reason that things come up so hard for me is because, one, I'm on that path of unraveling, and, and, and I'm, I am choosing to go into, that, that, um, the, into the possibilities of consciousness. And number two, I'm really um, analytical and cerebral, but, I ha- but I'm, I'm an INFJ on the Myers-Briggs, so I, I lead with intuition and perspectives. So I'm actually a feeler, even though I have um, 
and analytical delivery. So I walk around feeling a lot, and for people who are um, more analytical or cerebral, they tend to have their emotions more locked up. They tend to feel, they tend to be, they tend to draw their safety from feeling right about things. So, um, so you know, becoming conscious of those dynamics and then being willing to go the opposite direction and say, I, um, I am willing to, uh, my, my safety is established by God and my defenselessness, my safety life. These are Course in Miracles-based um, affirmations here that help me to unravel those things. You know, a couple of years ago, um, within the last four years, I'll say, uh, intermittently, it would have it would have scared the crap out of me to say uh, something about being right for safety, you know, um, <laughs> because that was such a raw part of me that was unraveling at that time. But now I, I, I'm well into that process. So it's not something that is threatening to me because I'm willingly letting it go. It was only threatening to me when I was becoming aware of it, uh, that of uh, something that was threatening my safety, and that was trying to be right, right? So what is trying to be right? Having an opinion, having a, having a judgment, not accepting things as they are. So just giving you an example here from my personal life that, what that process looks like in motion. It looks like becoming aware, being scared of something that you recognize as a vulnerability as a reaction, not as you need to do that, but you'll probably feel that way. And then leaning into it with a friend or a coach, someone who can, who, who knows a little, who is a step ahead of you. Um, on on the path of unraveling because where the where two or more agree the ego cannot stand it's not something you do on your own so a, a spiritual coach a life coach um, somebody who has not more accreditations or certifications somebody who is farther down the road in their consciousness uh, and can recognize these games as the ones that ego plays and can help you unravel them one step at a time. Um, it's very in-the-trenches type of work. So I hope I'm saying the point I meant to say because I went down a different rabbit hole there. But um, I think I'm painting a decent picture of what it looks like when you're doing this kind of work on a day-to-day basis. Um, care that I cover... Did it sound like I, I completed something, or is, is, there, is there something hanging still? No, it sounds very. It sounds really good. Um, I think that you know, since, since we can just follow the flow, and and I think that you know, with your your ability to channel and and garner information and and uh, pull through many different ideas, that I kind of just feel like letting go of it because you offer so much wisdom and um, I will say just to kind of have a pause here I will say that um, Todd talked a little bit about the Myers-Briggs and uh, you go to personalityhacker.com and again personalityhacker.com and you can take a quick 10-minute test 
And, you know, as we are unraveling these things, I think that it is important that we do understand a little bit more about our personality and understand, you know, what works and what doesn't. Because, you know, if we, we're learning we're an INFJ, which that's Todd and I both are, um, there's lots of things about that particular personality type that would cause us to unravel on things that are maybe different from uh, an, an ENFJ even, or a different type of personality. So we, we and, and to understand ourselves better, and the more we know, right, that old thing from, you know, PSA from back in the day, uh, the, the more you know, uh, the more you have an opportunity to, um, to get clearer so that you can get through this unraveling process much faster. And, um, and even though that's not necessarily the goal, it is something that, you know, as we learn more about ourselves, we can build in understandings and, um, and, and grasp our issues or our problems or our situation in a much more potent and quick, efficient way. So, um, Todd, you go down as many rabbit holes as you want to go down because I am totally digging it. Cool. And those are great comments. Um, Kira is also an INFJ. I don't know if you said that, but um, it means we lead with perspectives and uh, and intuition. And um, you know, like any tool, um, I just think that the Myers Briggs, especially the personality test that they have on um, personalityhacker.com, it's a pretty good test. I like it. It's only ten minutes. It's pretty effective. Um, there's another one. On another one called 16, I believe it's called 16personalities.com, the number 16personalities.com, another great test with lots of great feedback. It's, all these tests do is they help you to, uh, once you see your type, they just help you to understand your natural strengths um, so that you can develop more self-awareness more quickly. And I think Kira might have even said that. Um, and when you develop more self-awareness more quickly, well, then you spend way less time judging yourself, comparing yourself to other people if you know a little bit more about the nature of who you are. All right? So the purpose of mentioning these tools is not to make you uh, dependent upon them in any way or, 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 or to, to make, make you have an identity about, about those things. No, that's the opposite direction. Um, we're just looking to increase that self-awareness so it gives you a more, more leverage to not judge who you are and instead just understand who you are and leading you more into acceptance, okay? Leading you more into helping your ego to not defend you, helping you to not allow your ego to defend you, all right? <laughs> so that's, a, that's the purpose of mentioning that. Um, Kira, is there anything that's coming to you right now or, or something I was saying earlier that you wanted to hear more about in particular? Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, it's so funny that you said that, um, but it was, mm -hmm. I was thinking about you talking about the rightness, you know, being right, um, and, uh, and and the problems that can kind of come up from, from that. From being right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was that all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what's coming to my okay, mind so right now. 
So the problems that come up from being right, and I'm really good at this. I'm really right about this. Um, (laughs) No, I'm joking. I'm, I'm really good at this because, no, I'm joking. I'm really good at this because I spent the majority of my life trying to be right um, as a form of safety. And that means being a perfectionist. Um, Well, I'm already a Virgo, which kind of helps. Um, uh, which, which, which says, okay, I don't feel good enough, and that's why I'm trying to feel perfect. Um, it, all, it also comes from, it also sends people the message that they're not good enough. It, it leads to isolation uh, on my part, and you can be so right about so many things in your own head that um, it completely isolates you from everybody else because you have an opinion about how the world is supposed to run, Right. Well, if you're, if you're not quite where you want to be and not, not having the, the love that you want or not having the abundance that you want, well, then I bet you there are still some opinions that you have that are keeping you from not experiencing those in your life. You know, you're, we can't walk around saying, I'm so damn spiritual and then be broke on the other hand and, and, and claim that that's true. That is inauthentic. There, there. By virtue of law of attraction, if something is not cleaned out yet, and if, if there are if there are still kinks in the hose, then speak to the kinks until the hose is unkinked. Because if you don't, people won't take you seriously. It doesn't matter how how right you claim to be. If you're at the end of the day, if you're a broke healer, um, if you're a broke healer, not admitting that you're broke and trying to teach an abundance class. Well, it's probably so that you you can learn how to be abundant, right? It's probably so you can learn how to be abundant, which isn't bad, right, if it's an authentic approach. But I'm just warning about the inauthentic approach, okay? It's okay to teach about the things that we feel good about. That's helping us. But not at the expense of unraveling the things of, of where we're kinked, okay? That's where the false living false, falsely uh, uh, comes to play. So Carolyn Mace, she teaches an awesome class on archetypes. I love Carolyn Mace because she teaches these awesome things, and I, I, I agree and believe in them. Um, and I remember hearing her say in one of the talks, just so you all know, I am not trying to measure up to this archetype. This is not me. I just teach about these things, this, but I do not try to live it. It is not me. And I thought that was so humbling and so good um, because as I was listening to it years ago, I was trying to size myself up and got, say, gosh, am I doing good enough? Am I doing good enough? You know? um, and, you know, I was doing okay or whatever, but, but I was still trying to be good enough, right, trying to be right. And I love that she said that um, she wasn't trying to do any of that. She she knew her type. She knew what she was. She wasn't. She knew how to be authentic about the fact that she was teaching some things without passing herself off as this pompous, you know, know it all, know it all type of a person. So, on that note, humility is is. Um, Showing up, not boasting to be more than what we are, um, and uh, on the other hand, it's not playing t- 
to be inferior either, you know. But if you want to, if you if you don't know how to walk that that line, play inferior, you know, and let other people let other people build you up a little bit. But actually, you probably shouldn't do that. Um, I, I guess I was trying to say that I loved Carolyn Mace because she told us um, she was authentic in herself, and and authenticity is a is a really good really important thing. Um, Kara, did you have something else? Uh, no, that, but that's huge. And I think that, um, <laughs> I, I, I like laughed out loud a few times here and I'm, I, I, I think maybe my microphone gets muted every once in a while, um, because I'm intentionally muting it, but, and I, and I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at myself because I've definitely been that unhealed healer and, um, and I think that most people that are healers or alternative practitioners or whatever, you know, we get the education, we get the insight, we get the wisdom, but sometimes we don't even start working on ourselves until we start working with people, which I think is why we attract a number of people who are dealing with the same problems that we're having. And I think mm-hmm. that uh, we've, we've all experienced that, right? We're, we're mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we get stuck like in a cycle, like somebody People are coming in. I'm just stuck, and I can't make money. And it's like, well, neither can I. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think that that is a really good uh, piece there because the other problem that we have as healers is that transference part, where our clients can put us on a pedestal because they feel better by expressing whatever problem they're having, but they don't realize that it's just because that healing happened because it was already in them. And then that spark got lit by something we said, or, you know, whatever, however we were channeling or communicating or however we adjusted the body or whatever it might be. And it mm-hmm. sparked their internal healing experience, but they don't make it about them. That's another worthiness thing, right? It could have been me. It had to have been you doing that thing for me, which means now I have to put you on a pedestal because, and only come to you now, because if I go anywhere else, I don't know what the results will be, but I know if you help me, that'll be that. And then also too, uh, how the mighty have fallen when uh, folks realize that we are flawed and that, um, that, you know, we we are on our own journey as well. And I think that's fantastic of what you said about Carolyn, um, Mace, because whenever we are, um, are humble and we say, you know what, have the same problem. You know, work through it, figure it out. Everything is better and better. Um, but I'm still a work in progress. You know, this is, this is an unfinished art piece. You know, this is like, what Abraham says, uh, you know, what is it? Blissfully incomplete, you know? So it's making all of those things clear as we continue on this journey together, um, not making ourselves better than or less than another person, but just recognize our equality. So that is a huge thing you just brought out. I mean, there's so many layers to it. So thank you for that. And by the way, we have about five or six more minutes left. So I just wanted to, Give us a time warning here. And if uh, wonderful, wonderful comments there. And um, as you listen to this audio, you know, be wary of 
the places where I am and where I'm still trying to be right, even in expressing these things to you. You know, uh, I try to be as authentic as possible, of course, but there are still perspectives and truths that exist in the universe that are bigger than what I'm bringing through my little self today. You know, so I think that's where where um, resonance comes into play. You know, we resonate with some people more than others, and they they feel good and that kind of thing. And that's and it's great to go <clears throat> to listen to them if it if it makes us feel better and um, about ourselves, and it brings us closer to our own personal truth. But at the end of the day, um, you know, uh, and just to piggyback on what Kira is saying. And as a a teacher, no matter what kind of person that is, a mentor, a business owner, a a coach, a therapist, a friend, a relative, you know, a teacher, um, whether organized or or happenstance for you, um, should be pointing you towards God. Should be pointing you not to themselves as the answer, but should always be pointing you towards your source, you know. So if if the teacher is helping you to create trust within yourself, then that is a uh that's a that's a worthy teacher. If they're pointing towards themselves um and not beyond themselves, eh well they're just a little bit more immature, but there may be some things you can still learn from them, especially if they uh if they feel good to you. But at the end of the day you will trade out people, situations, and circumstances as your possibilities of consciousness continue to evolve and you outgrow uh, certain things or you transcend certain energies within yourself. Uh, you will naturally attract in the next person or, the, or, or another friend or another teacher. You don't have to look for these people. It's not something you orchestrate it just comes up on its own at the right timing, uh, especially when you are surrendered to the process and, and being open and not not trying to be responsible for your enlightenment because you're not. Um, you're just yielding to the process, being open, um, trusting yourself, and practicing that authenticity and yielding to what your source is telling you. And the more you learn how to listen to your source and trust yourself, all the other voices go away continually, hand in hand. Okay? So that's, that's when you become really powerful, um, the power that God has established in you. And then, you know, naturally, not because you planned it, but you may be called into greater forms of service but it won't be because your ego orchestrated it. It would only be because you um, you, you you actually let go and and uh, humbly went any, anywhere that uh, you were asked to go kind of thing. So anyway, I digress. Kira? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that was huge. And in, in, uh, in what I've learned from, from my teachers along the way, um, has been the God put me where you want me piece, you know, waking up and saying, God put me where you want me. And 
some days that the day is already planned. You know, I have clients or I have people coming in or I have students or something like that. And, and it's really clear, oh, you know, that's what I'm doing today. Sometimes, you know, it can feel that feeling like, oh, I don't know if they're even going to show up today, you know, and, and sometimes they don't. And then that's where God wants me to be uh, doing something else for that day. And so um, having that, that uh, allowance, or anything can happen uh, can be really, really powerful. So we have just a couple minutes here. Is there anything that you'd like to say, Todd, to just wrap this up and bring it home? I would say um, the best and easiest development and progression of self-trust is really truly realizing at your emotional core, which is different from your intellectual mind, um, that there is something bigger that's happening to you than in your in your journey than, than what the ego tries to orchestrate on a day-to-day basis, despite your beliefs about God. Um, and we know how much we've transcended based on what our lives look like and how we really feel about ourselves over and above what we're trying to model. So take that into consideration when you gauge your authenticity and go looking for the places to where your ego is defending your inauthentic self and go against the grain with a spiritual partner and uh, practice more self-trust and things will continue to get better. Awesome. That is perfect. Okay. Thank you so much, Todd, for coming on. I think maybe we'll have a part three, part four, part 10 (laughs) to this, or maybe some other title in the future, but I really appreciate you. And thank you for sharing your understanding of how all this stuff works, this whole life thing that we are doing. So thank you guys for joining us, for listening live, and for listening to our recording here. I hope that you got what you needed to get, and I hope that you have a fantastic. This is Healers Helping Healers radio show. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.